everyone, Mark here with a Nerd Name Mark podcast with episode 73. And let me tell you, like, <laughs> the amount of issues that I've been dealing with this week, with this, just not even this episode, just audio in general, has been, let me adjust my mic real quick, there we go, has been just horrible. So I had the whole episode done. Mm, today, fun fact, today is Wednesday, okay? I had the whole entire episode 73 done on Friday night uh, and, you know, had to work Saturday. So Sunday was going to be my editing day. I had about five, six videos total done, not just the podcast. So uh, two things for a Nerd Name Mark reviews for the RSS feed. So, you know, I ripped the audio and then I do this. And um, so Sunday's my editing day. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. Got my my coffee in my Godzilla versus Kong mug, and I'm just like, yeah, let's edit some videos. Let's uh, and then let's get the audio and get that going. Somehow, with the new Windows update, it uninstalled uh a lot of my drivers. I guess like something happened where I had to re uh, all my plug and play stuff had to reinstall, which was really weird just right off the bat. Then, what happened was. Uh, my microphone, I have all these settings like, you know, my gain down low, noise reduction. I have like, f I fine-tuned my microphone. Magically now, it got completely uninstalled. And my microphone had to be reinstalled. And in doing so, most of my settings, which I thought I had saved, because usually I'm good about that, were gone. And for some odd reason, the I think I did the math, it was like, almost three hours worth of video f between reviews, the podcast, some other videos, this and that. All the audio was crackling and distorted and there's popping and this and that. I could not fix any of the audio. So, and that was Sunday, my day off, my day to edit everything be before I go back to work on Monday. And guess what? Did, like, by the time I found out, because it was fine in some parts, so I edited everything. <laughs> Without fully listening, which is my own fault because I was trying to cut corners, which is proof. Never cut corners with content creating. Ever. Just don't cut corners. Like, just honestly, if you can do it, just do everything the right way the first time so you don't have issues like I did. So I edit everything. And you know what happens? I don't know any better. I upload two things to YouTube. Not the podcast. The podcast that wasn't done fully editing. And then... You know, I get a text message like, hey, you covered some video game news. Cool. And movie news. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to change it up a bit, you know. I'm trying to evolve as a content creator. And then they're like, what's up with your audio? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, dude, my audio is nice, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm like, ASMR. Where I'm like, and then I bought some comic books and they were delicious. For those of you who are listening on, like, Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform, you don't know. But on the video, I just went in real close to my mic, like, ASMR style and... It was juicy. But needless to say, they say, what's wrong with the audio? So I go and look, and I'm like, why is this crackling and popping? I was like, oh, this is bad. So then I'm like, is it just those two videos? Because I was trying something new with, like, window capture for, you know, news articles to talk about some gaming news. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just because of that. And then I was like, let me check out my, my mini review episodes, which are only, like, eight or nine episode, minutes each. And I'm like, nope, audio is cracking. I'm like, oh, God. That's four videos now. I was like, let me go check the podcast. I was like, please let the podcast be salvageable and not this bad. And the podcast audio and video was crackling and popping so damn much that I made it maybe eight, nine minutes into it. And I was like, this is, I can't use this. 
I can't use this at all. And I was like, crap. And the worst thing was I did, outside of the podcast, I did a review. I did a non-spoiler and a spoiler version of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And the non-spoiler version was about mm, 18 minutes long, but the spoiler version was over 40 minutes long. So that right there was one hour of freaking video footage gone. An hour of my life I can't get back. And I was like, I didn't, I don't, if anyone's ever wondering, I do bullet points and that's it. So for my podcast, so for like this episode right now, I have bullet points up of, okay, intro, comics, here's the games you played, here's your two main topics, and then housekeeping, go home, like, end it. And with the reviews, the spoiler review I had some notes for, but the non-spoiler review, no notes for it. Because I was just like, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. So it's basically just my initial reaction to the movie. So that's not that's not bad, right? No, no, not bad at all. So that being said, I lost everything. And I was just so deflated that I didn't even want to like re-record anything Sunday night. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch WWE Fastlane. I'm going to relax. I have work the next morning at 7 a.m. I was like, I have to work Tuesday. I was like, I'm off Wednesday. What I'll do is Tuesday night when I or afternoon when I get out of work, I'll really dive in, fix my settings, get everything going, and then Wednesday morning, right when I wake up, we could I could jump right in, re-record everything, get everything done on Wednesday, and then just spend the whole day on my computer just editing and rendering all the videos, then pull all the audio, make the audio versions of what needs to be done get those up on the RSS feed and you know we're good to go well I wake up this last night I thought I did all the settings right I thought I had everything right I did a test recording like a five minute video just to test everything it sounded good woke up this morning it's now I don't have my Apple watch on I don't even know what time it is I think it's like 10 30 in the morning I was up at seven uh you know, got ready for the day, woke up so I can be somewhat energetic and awake for videos, but hey, I didn't get anything, like, the audio was not working again, and I was like, are you kidding me, because I record on Streamlabs, um, it's just easier that way, especially for the video stuff, because I can do my overlays and this and that on it, make it look nice, um, I don't like using the just camera software, because I can't use a third-party microphone, like, I have to use my webcam mic. And I'm not using a webcam. I'm using an actual camera. Like, there's no webcam. My webcam is detached over here in the corner. I don't use it because, I mean, it's the Logitech C922, I believe, or C920. Um, good camera, but let's face it. Look at this quality. This is so much better. It's clear. I have no filters on there. I have no... Let's imply, like, I just have my spotlight. I need one more light over here, and I'm good, so I don't have, like, the weird shadow that's going on on the wall in the video. But I use my actual, an actual camera, thanks to Elgato Camlink. And looks juicy. Looks amazing. And so I can't use all this stuff with regular software. I have to use Streamlabs. So I'm sitting here, like, everyone's like, oh, it's a Streamlabs recording issue. You're better off just streaming. I'm like, I don't want to stream. I'm doing YouTube videos, like, damn it (laughs) needless to say everything is fixed now here we are here i am we 
are now on episode 73. It's been a while, you guys. Like, I'm just, I think the last episode I did was after my birthday with Pokemon 25. So it's been about, like, what, two weeks? Maybe almost two and a half weeks. And I apologize for the delay. Work has been kicking my ass. And honestly, I haven't had much to talk about because I've just been so busy. Wasn't really playing a lot of games. So there wasn't really much to talk about. And I don't like taking long hiatuses unless it's, like, medical-related or I'm traveling. And even when I traveled, as you know... Back in 2019, I did episodes. I recorded like two or three episodes before I traveled and had them auto-scheduled to post. And I just chose, because that's why I don't talk about news a lot. So I was like, okay, these are nice little filler, up, like not filler as in like just throwaway topics, but like here's some episodes that I got done just in case I ever need to, you know, I had something in the bag. Like it might be a review or, you know, a big comic book debate. Uh, sorry, I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like, I need so much coffee right now to just get all this done. The frustration is real. But that was a long, long intro. So, um, basically, uh, you know, this episode, the original version of 73, uh, the topics were actually the Snyderverse. Not Jack Snyder's Justice League, but the Snyderverse itself and how it worked. And then also just, like, comparative to, like, the MCU, how, you know, we got big stories. So, um, I think the Snyderverse DC in general is going to be the main topic um, for this episode now. Uh, there was another topic on the original. I actually don't remember. Like, in my notes, because uh, sadly, when I'm done recording, I don't save my notes. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into the comic books, because it was a light week, and diversity of comics like how many i got for in, but it was also i i contradict myself too much with comic books okay so i said i was like done with like multiple variants and this and that and i lied so i'm sorry for lying it's um i'm just gonna go right ahead it's uh another week and some more donny cates go into my library of comics because donny cates does no wrong and thor number 13 part five of prey is out i'm excited i love daddy kate's thor crossover i know he's working on another comic too it's like daddy kate's like thank you thank you so much i would love to have you on the podcast one day speaking of people like honestly so with my comic book pulling, like, I pull comics I want to read that I love reading, like, my favorite writers and this and that. I don't pull a lot of stuff that's tr just because it's popular or trendy anymore. I'm not just collecting sets to, like, resell anymore. Obviously, I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to be a responsible adult. I'm 35 now. I need to, you know, start saving some money. And uh, continue the trend of people who I'd love to talk to. But I met this next writer. Swell guy. So nice. As you can see right here. Power Rangers, number 40, Necessary Evil, the uh, SoCal uh, Games and Comics variant, uh, Ryan Parrott with that Mighty Morphin number 5 with that nice Dragon Zord and White Tiger Zord cover. I haven't... Uh, Power Rangers is just the consistency. Like, and yes, I know a lot of people, the low point was Beyond the Grid, but even then, that wasn't that large of an arc to, like kind of shift the momentum but man power rangers has just been so consistent so good like this has been just 
my favorite like run and i've been pulling my power ranger since issue zero dropped with boom and this is the most consistent i've been pulling one comic other than the walking dead but the difference is i stopped reading the walking dead about a mm, hundred issues in maybe 105 issues in but i still kept pulling them because i wanted a complete set of my collection which i officially have i have all all the issues and a first print number one very very mint dare i say near mint almost perfect it's at least a 9.8 that's besides the point and continuing the trend there's a trend obviously with my favorite writers uh because we got sir kyle higgins came up with and i didn't know this was happening so you can't really see if you're watching the video or this and that but i really i love ultraman i got some ultraman on my shelves i got the blu-ray sets on the other shelf display over there i got a couple of the variants for the rise of ultraman from marvel on the wall over here and i didn't even know this was coming out the trials of ultraman okay the trials of ultraman and i was like wait there's trials but what gets me in my tokusatsu in my wallet is variants there is a good amount of variants i haven't gotten all the variants but i got a few so i do have the base cover which is nice i like i like the artwork on the base cover it's cool but then i was like you know what I want this variant. There's, I, I have so many variants now, and they are really good. Like, I like kind of like the sketch style variants, the set. But then my favorite of all time is when they take the actual like screenshot of the show for the variant, and that's always those ones are always going to be like near and dear to my heart. Uh, I did not see a Scotty Young variant at my comic book shop. I don't know if there is one, but if there is, I need it because anyone knows from art standpoint and variant covers. Scotty Young is my favorite. I love all of the, as I call them, the baby variants or the, the Scotty-verse of covers. I have so many. I have a short, I have two short boxes that are just Scotty Young baby variants, ranging from when they did the Avengers vs. X-Men. Uh, what else was there? There was Deadpool, Spider-Man, obviously stuff like that. A lot of the crossover ones. Um... The Infinity one they did, the six-part one. I have that because there's a funny one where, like, all the Avengers as babies are playing, like, an arcade machine. And then they're also playing on Thanos' throne. Like, I love Scotty Young variants so much. But that's besides the point. Uh, so, yeah, that's really for comics. But, like, I didn't expect to, like, go through and just buy, like, four variants. I didn't even know tri the Trials of Ultraman were coming out. I mean, I knew it, like, it's more or less I didn't know when it was coming out. Like, I knew... The Trials of Ultraman was a thing. I didn't know if it was going to be called The Trials. Anyone who read Rise of Ultraman, you knew this wasn't done. This is just a one arc of it. And I like that they rename it and it's like five issues each. If you haven't already, the Rise of Ultraman, I believe, is coming out on trade paperback for $14.99 via Amazon. Or you can go to Barnes & Noble or your local comic book shop. Like I said, always go to your local comic book shop first. That should be coming out the end of this week or Wednesday of next week. I think it's coming out the 30th um, or the 31st. Yeah, actually, I'm looking up. It is a it's coming out the 31st, so please pick that up. If you like Tokusatsu, if you like Ultraman, Kyle Higgins, I don't know where he taps in this, like, source of being able to take Tokusatsu, Sentai, and this and that, and, like, just create its own world but still be true to the flavor of the source material power rangers was amazing trials of ultraman rise of ultraman 
delicious. Radiant Black. If you haven't tried out Radiant Black yet, ooh, my comic book shop didn't have any left the day it came out. All they had was a variant. They're like, all we have is this variant. And I'm like, okay, I want it. And they're like, it's $25. You know, it's the first issue. Have you read it before? I'm like, no, I have. obviously I haven't. It's the first issue, but I want it. And they're like, well, we, could, we can get you a regular base cover. If you want to wait, we'll get it from one of our locations, bring it over here. Then you can, you know, get, I'm like, I don't want to wait. I want to read it. Let me get that $25 variant cover. I don't care. But then I get the VIP card. So I got my little discount. So it was like, it was not, it was under 20. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, oh, so good. So good. The man does no wrong. I tell you, the man knows. Hey, Kyle, if you ever, if you ever got some free time, I would love to have you as a guest on the podcast. I'm going to, I got to, like, I've been really adamant, like, this year is the year I'm going to be starting to bring on guests on the podcast because I haven't really had, uh, not that I haven't had a lot of time. It's just with the convention season basically being dead last year, I had a lot of stuff. Mm, sorry, throat's cracking. Mm, dry, dry, dry mouth. Dry mouth, need coffee. So with, you know, conventions being canceled, I had a lot of stuff in the works already ahead of time. I have, like, my, I didn't have this setup, as everyone knows, because, like, if you follow me on social media, when I started podcast, my setup now is drastically different. This is, like, COVID setup, okay? This is boredom being stuck in the house. I need a nice setup. But I had a very portable setup before with a little mini mixer, two microphones, like, little smaller ones I could plug into it, put them on the desk, uh, my yoga, which I would fold into like a tablet, like tent mode, and I could just record locally. And I had everything all set up, like nice little mounts for the mics and everything. That's so no background audio. And my thing was, I was gonna be getting a lot of interviews at conventions. I also had the phone adapter one that had like the little microphone with like the the thing on it and this and that. So it was like very good quality. I think it was from Zoom or whatever that company is, not the one where you do the video calls and it worked really good because I did a lot of tests with it so I was all set to go and I was like oh well it's COVID now no guests like uh and now I'm just like you know what 2021 I got I got my listenership is up a lot more I have you know uh better lay of the land better setup better this and that I can you know let's start getting some guests I don't want to shoot my load and get guests right off the bat when I start my podcast because eventually you run out of guests or you run the risk of you do so many guests, then eventually when you don't have any guests, like people stop listening. Cause they're like, oh, well, you're not getting guests anymore. Like, what happened to all the guests? Like, you know, you're, what's wrong? So that's why I don't like, you know, do a lot of guests. Like, I'll have my friends on this and that, but like, I'm not trying to get like comic book writers, voice actors, and actresses, uh, animators, director. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just like, eh. But I am going to start trying to get some, uh, some people on there, I'm already in the talks with some people. I don't, I have this rule where I do not talk about what I'm planning. I will say I'm planning something. I will not talk in details until it is like delivered, until it's like ready to go. It is solidified. It is 100% happening or it already happened. That's when I'll talk about things. So that's it for comic books and my little rant. Uh, video games. Ooh, okay. <laughs> So, with video games, man, Game Pass, what you doing? Hmm? Hmm? I know what you're doing. 
all those Bethesda games. You put Oblivion and Morrowind on there. You just don't want me to have free time. You don't want me to sleep. You don't want me to have a healthy relationship. You don't want me to, you know, be efficient and well-rested for my job. You want me to be malnourished and tired all the time because you put Morrowind and Oblivion on there. What do you think is going to happen to me? I had told you. I already installed them. It's bad. I'm, mm. But I haven't started playing them yet, luckily. I've been playing Empire of Sin, honestly. That's been a lot of fun. I like it because it's kind of like uh, XCOM and like economy management meets like Civ 5 and Civ 6 because you can pick your crime boss who you want to play as. It's been a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying it. It's um, it's on Game Pass for PC. When Game Pass Ultimate for PC and for the Xbox itself, obviously. Uh, that's the main game I've been playing. Uh, let's see. What else have I been playing? For the Xbox, that's really it. I've been playing mainly on PC. For my Switch, though, my Switch has been getting a lot of love because I can, you know, relax on the couch and play. Uh, you know, if I'm getting ready for bed, I can just lay in bed and play for, like, 15 20 minutes so i've been playing common rider memory of heroes again i finally finished that i'm starting new game plus and still playing pokemon mystery dungeons dx or rescue team dx and i'm just waiting for monster hunter rise i'm still so persona 5 strikers since the last episode i talked about how like you know i was getting into it this night like i don't know i kind of fell out of love with that game like every like i said the combat aside everything else feels like a persona 5 game but the combat is just taking me out of it completely. I'm just not enjoying the combat. So, I mean, it's it felt like I was forcing myself to play it. Kind of like what I went through with Immortal Phoenix Rising. Like, it was fun at first, and then it kind of just got tedious and annoying. So I stopped playing it. And I feel like right now, if I was to play Persona 5 Strikers, I'd just be forcing myself to play the game and I don't want to force myself to play a game I want to enjoy my time playing a game but yeah that's it for games honestly not a lot I mean I'm, I'm casually still playing W Supercard on my phone I still play Pokemon Go and do remote raids and gift trading with my friends but I don't really count that because it's just tap tap swipe boom done um, obviously a majority of my time has been with my figure collection for those of you on YouTube who are watching and seeing all the videos, I do have my nice big Soto set up there for Kamen Rider. So now I got two shelves of Kamen Rider, one Power Ranger shelf slash Ultraman shelf, and then my Godzilla, Kong, like NECA figures. Um, just, you know, the figure collecting and stuff like that, like building figures is like, that's why I like the Soto, Chronicles, Kamen Rider figures, or the, um, sorry, my, my video just like really lagged. Are the Kamen Rider, the Ultraman ones they have, or the Bandai entry grade or and or level three like figures? That's my relaxation time. Like I have a long work week. I'm gonna sit down, get out the the gunpla pliers, like snippers, get the tweezers out for the stickers and the snap. I'm gonna build a figure or two, and that's so therapeutic and relaxing for me. And I know a lot of people are like feel the same way or they get frustrated i never get frustrated doing them they are just it's just something calming to me about that and i love it so much so that's really what a lot of my time has been basically doing like my free time if i'm not playing games like i'm making figures i think i made let's see about mm, two eh, about 12 i made about 12 figures in the last like week and a half 
So it's a lot of not a not a building, a lot of tedious handwork. Um, but yeah, so that's it for games. That's it for life stuff. That's it for you know rants and rambles. Justice League. Mm. Now, like I said, I'm not reviewing it in this podcast. No spoiler, not even spoiler or spoiler free. I'm just going to tell you, I love the film. I thought the pacing was great. I know a lot of people were like, it's too long, but it's like in the great, like it was split into six parts, made it easy. I have friends who actually watched it in the six parts, like over like a day or two. And that's how you could do it. If you want for me, I watched it all in one sitting, watched it at midnight, fell asleep around two. So I didn't get to finish it. Woke up, waited all day. Lady came home. Then I'm like, let's watch it. We started from the beginning, watched it. I enjoyed it. But since then, Warner Brothers has now officially said they are not. This is it. This is Zack Snyder's trilogy. There's no Snyder verse. That's it. And honestly, I think that's a bad call. Legitimately, I do. Like, I, I will go out on a limb and I will tell everyone right now, I am not a big Zack Snyder fan. Okay? Like, Watchmen, I love the books. The movie was good. Sucker Punch, did not care for. 300, I did not care for. I loved, like, my favorite Zack Snyder film was still the Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, I think, and then Man of Steel is a close second. Uh, you know, I did like Batman vs. Superman, the ultimate edition. I did not like the theatrical cut. Um, so I'm noticing, you know, when Warner Brothers has their hands in the cookie jar and they're telling you, hey, cut this stuff, make it for the ad theaters, I'm noticing that it ends up being trash. Uh, so I watched, you know, so then we got the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs. Superman, which is great. And then we have Justice League, Zack Snyder's cut. Amazing. Just from the standpoint of, you know, so I'm not, like, I'm just saying, I'm not a biased, I'm not a Zack Snyder fanboy. Because anyone right now who's, like, being outspoken about wanting the Snyderverse or how much Zack Snyder's Justice League was great is basically being labeled a Zack Snyder fanboy. So I'm telling you right now, I am not a fanboy. Like, I... Actually, like, like I said, Dawn of the Dead is still, out of everything he's done, Dawn of the Dead is still one of my favorite Zack Snyder movies. It's still one of my favorite zombie movies, too, even though there's a lot. But, like, if I was to rank them all, that's a whole nother episode because technically there's so many that are, like, tied that it's, like, tough to, you know, rank them all. But I think it's a mistake because Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League as a cohesive unit is such a... a, a coherent and cohesive story over three films and when you think about it like i think batman vs superman ultimate edition is almost three hours it's like three hours long Zack snyder's just league is four hours man of steel is like what, under about two so it's like that's like nine hours of film and wait did i do my math right yeah nine hours of film to tell a story now everyone's saying oh well the mcu like i'm tired of the comparative narrative of DC versus Marvel, DCEU versus MCU. It's like, whatever. I don't care. Okay. Like, how DC doesn't need 20 films to lead up to like an Avengers Endgame. Whereas, like, with MCU, Avengers, it did. Because it wasn't, everyone's saying, oh, this is 22 films leading up to Avengers Endgame. No, there's 22 films total. But you had X amount of films leading up to Civil War. You know, you can go through and technically watch just the main ones. You can watch the three Captain America films, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. Then you can watch Thor 2. Then 
you could just literally go right into Avengers, Age of Ultron, uh, I would say Ant-Man and Wasp, just so you get a little bit of the Quantum Realm, and then you can go right into Infinity War and Endgame. You don't technically need to watch, you know, Captain Marvel. You don't need to watch Guardians of the Galaxies, even though you should. You don't have to watch Doctor Strange. You don't, you don't really need to, because it's a lot of origin stuff. And yes, some of them do tie in and introduce the Infinity Stones, but... At the same time, you don't need to, you know, really go in depth and watch all of them. You can enjoy them as they are. I have friends who haven't even seen all 22 films, and they still enjoyed all stuff. So it's proof that you don't have to. It's not mandatory. It's not summer reading. It's optional. Whereas DC, we didn't, like, because when you think about it, after Justice League, that's when Wonder Woman and Aquaman came out. So realistically, we had a... Like, enough told in those three films where Batman and Superman were, like, the main characters of the first two. Because, obviously, Man of Steel. And they tied in together. It was like, okay, how the DCU is doing things? It's like, that's great. But the way Zack Snyder did his cuts and his movies, I just think that going forward, I mean, he got they gave him $70 million to make the Snyder cut and finish it. Okay? That's a lot of freaking money. And going forward with things like the Flash movie... Wonder Woman 3, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Black Adam. The thing you the, the issue you run now is Warner Brothers caved in, okay? They caved in. And let's I thank them for caving in, but they gave the fans what they want. They got to vi- the vindication of Zack Snyder because we're not going to go I'm not going to go into details of it, but we know the situation revolving around him leaving Justice League. Heartbreaking, you know, situation. I don't I don't even know how if I would react like I don't want to think about like having to go through what Zach and his wife had to go through. And, you know, but knowing that he had this, like this, this creation that he finally got to finish after basically three years of, of this like bootleg version being available to the public. Cause that's what the weeding cut was. I watched the weeding cut before I watched the Snyder cut. And that was honestly one of the biggest mistakes in my life. Cause, uh, not really the biggest mistake in my life. I'm kind of over exaggerating, but it was definitely a mistake cause that was trash. And so now with Zack Snyder's, you know, I don't think his, the story is not done obviously. And if I was, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get off my pedestal in a second, okay? Don't worry. I'm like this is you know a thing, but he in three films he told a story that honestly we didn't need a whole like we didn't need a Wonder Woman origin story involved. We didn't need an Aquaman origin. We didn't need a Flash or like we didn't need all these you know filler films to explain the characters going into it. They didn't treat us. They didn't they didn't hold our hands and baby us like hey. um... So we're going to have the Flash in Justice League, but we're going to give you a movie about the Flash so you know who he is. It's like, bitch, we know who the Flash is, okay? Like, we know who Superman is. We know who Wonder Woman is. We know who Batman is. Yes, there's like more... I I feel like from a standpoint of mainstream household name characters that people know who they are, DC has more than Marvel from the standpoint. Marvel has a lot more obscure characters that are great, just underrated and underappreciated, but they have a large roster of people and, you know, DC has like their core. It's kind of like comparing wrestling. Look at like WWE. They have what? Over a hundred people under contract on, and they have, all they have is like SmackDown, Raw, and NXT, right? So Marvel is WWE. 
They have this large roster of superheroes. And then you got DC. They have a large roster, but they have just this core of characters that people would know. And, you know, some obscure ones like Adam and this and Adam, like the Adam and like stuff like that. Like not really known if you, you know, obviously with the DC, like the CW shows, like they introduced a lot with like Captain Cold and, you know, stuff like that. Like that's besides the point. Constantine. By the way, we're going to get a Constantine sequel with Keanu Reeves because I'm wondering, like I'm waiting. I'm waiting still for that sequel. That's an underrated film. That's amazing. And Shia LaBeouf should be in it too. But yeah, so. DC doesn't need all these origin story films. They're not needed for this. In Zack Snyder proved you don't need to keep. Like, there is no need for standalone films in between. You could do Man of Steel too, right? Like the, now, this is me off the pedestal. This is me just talking in general of how I would handle if if it was the Mark cut instead of the Snyder cut. My next thing would be Man of Steel two, which would continue exactly where Justice League left off. Now we're gonna introduce. Kyle Clark comes back in the world. Superman being back. There might be a villain. I would actually start introducing the Phantom Zone. Uh, that, that's just me. That's just me. I, I think the Phantom Zone needs to be introduced. I would probably do something in terms of, well, when the Flash act, like access the Speed Force and because of the whole Mother Cube in reviving Superman, I might actually introduce like Bizarro into... like as a thing because that'd be a nice little palate cleanse right but still keeping someone like wonder woman or batman cameo wise in the film um maybe in flash because and then the next thing i would do is i would do the flashpoint film and that would kind of lead more to the more expanding on the time travel and also kind of the nightmare like world in the future this and that that could work. Obviously, you'd have your Batman cameos because you'd have to introduce the multiverse, and so you can like you know Earth, Earth Two Superman could be different. Introduce the multiple Batmans, Keaton's Batman, who I think would be perfect as Old Man Bruce, teaching the kid who ends up being Batman Beyond. That would be a nice little teaser because then you just plant the seed of in the future later on. You could do a Batman Beyond movie, and then you have Cyborg in there because let's face it, Ray Fisher. Mm, okay, I'm going to step back on my pedestal really quick. So, I I take back everything negative. I, I'm man enough to say this. I take back and I apologize for all the negative things I said about Ray Fisher's acting in Justice League. Because that is 100% Whedon's fault. It's his writing's fault. It's his editing and his filming's fault. Because you know what? Zack Snyder, like, Ray Fisher should win some freaking awards because he was phenomenal in the Snyder Cut like he is a leading actor he deserves his own movie now and that's what I want to campaign for we need to campaign for Cyborg to get a freaking movie with Zack Snyder because I feel like between Ray Fisher's quality of work and acting as Cyborg and just the way Zack Snyder cares about character development and tones and the way shots are made. Like, Ray Fisher was the glue in the Snyder Cut. Mm, it was, like, I'm not even trying to be funny or any jokes at all. Like, Ray Fisher knocked it out of the park. He was phenomenal. And 
it, the fact that he is not in more movies right now, the fact that he is not on the poster for movies coming soon and like this and that, like why, why is he like, did, am I the only one who realized this? Like where, like if his agent and his management is, aren't like literally sending Snyder cuts to every agency being like, see my boy can act, put him in a film, make him a leading man. Look at these cho- look at the acting chops over here. He's got it. He's got something about him whether it's the body language, the facial expressions. Like, do you know how hard it is to have to be wearing that suit and still have the red little light there and the one over your eye, but literally only realize that only this part of your face is the only thing that's showing and everything else is CG and the only thing you have is body language and facial expressions. It's not even a full facial expression either cuz you know, you still got the little eye thing. So, you have two-thirds of a face to use for expressions and to be still able to show emotion and character and range with that little workspace underappreciated and anyone who says otherwise is wrong and usually I don't tell people that you know opinions can't be wrong in this case your opinion is wrong just saying that's my point but yeah so like I would have you know cyborg in the flash um you know, because there's still so much more depth to Cyborg, especially after everything that happened in the Snyder Cut. No spoilers, obviously. I think there's there's still more there. It's there. That's just like the that was almost like his origins as a film, you know. So there's still a lot more. Like, so I would do the Flash next. Now, I don't want to jump right into Justice League too, because after the Flash, I we we get our Ben Affleck Batman solo film. Finally, finally, we would get. Our Ben Affleck Batman film, which we deserve. We deserve that just as much as Zack Snyder deserved to do the Justice League. We need that Ben Affleck Batman film. Because you know what I would do with that? You know what I would do with that? Expand, expand more on the nightmare scenes. Because we already showed the future and everything else in The Flash. Superman's now back, you know, assimilated into the world and Clark Kent's back. Batman, you know, he's getting... Because we have to see the Hall of Justice being made. So Batman is more like... a a prologue to Justice League 2. We get we get to see the Hall of Justice. We hint at it throughout all the films of it being made. We get to see it in future scenes for The Flash. We get to see it, you know, some location shots here and there, you know, Clark may stop by and be like, hey, Bruce, how's it going? You want to you wanna have some coffee and talk about the good old days when you tried to kill me with a kryptonite spear? And it's like, yeah, sure, let's, uh, let's reminisce about the time that I uh, made you bleed because, you know, you're apparently a god. So stuff like that, like, you know, they'll, they'll shoot the shit. Oh, I swore. All right, one swear. One swear, by the way. One. Okay. So we get our Batman film, which is going to build up to the nightmare sequence. He's still having them. Uh, you know, this time around, the Flash comes back again because in Batman vs. Superman, when the Flash time traveled, he's like, am I too early? He doesn't know yet. So now the Flash comes back from the future to try and warn him. And it's later, so now Bruce Wayne understands. So that's what the whole premise of that film was, the night world setting up this. And then, you know, throughout all these, we still got the dark side, you know, because he said the old ways. I want to know what the old ways are. I'm curious. Maybe it's a spaceship. I don't know. So that's where we would go with it. And then we go right into Justice League 2. Like I said, I'm not Zack Snyder. We know it's not going to happen because Warner Brothers said it would happen. But for me personally, that's how I would handle it. And, you know, and that's not even a lot of films. That's what, like Man of Steel, Flash. Batman. So it's like three more films. That's that's not bad at all. Like, and then for Justice League 2, that'd be four. So that's seven films 
that literally tell such a straightforward, like li- not a linear, like a linear story of the fact that it's following a path. And you got, you know, that's that's not bad. And you can still have your side ones, like the Aquamans and Wonder Woman's. Those films don't need to tie into these because they're they're standalones. I think not everything has to tie into each other. Not everything needs to be. My that's my main thing with Hasbro right now because Hasbro is Power Rangers, right? And they want to now do a universe where it's like Boom Studios killing it with the comics, but they were like, we want to have movies and TVs and a shared universe and this and that. And I'm like, everything is a shared freaking universe. I was like, thanks Marvel. Yet you guys won't acknowledge the greatness that was Agents of Shield. Inhumans was trash though, but that's 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 my spiel. That's my spiel. I'm done. I'm done ranting. I'm done. I swear because that was all I really wanted to say. It actually I went more on a tangent because I don't even like I'd even go into like my fantasy film like second trilogy for DC like in the original version of the podcast. I think I talked about like DC video games and and how. Uh, the Gotham Knights or whatever it's being called got delayed to next year. And I was like, I'm not surprised. Like, you know, it's not going to be ready, but yeah, that's really it. Let me know if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments below what you thought of the Snyder cut. What do you guys think of the DCEU, so to speak, going forward with the fact that they said, this is it. That was Snyder's trilogy. That's all he got. Like no, because everyone's trying to get the air cut of suicide squad. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I was like, I already wasted my time. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch that. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not gonna happen. It's just no, no, no. I'm not gonna watch it. I, I won't even watch the original one again. At least you think I'm gonna watch a director's cut of that? No, thank you. Not gonna happen. But what do you think of the fact that, like, you know, that that's Snyder's trilogy? Apparently, this is his DC legacy that he left us, and I think it's great. I think it's a big mistake on Warner Brothers you know, part, but let me know what you think. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, thank you so much. The full audio versions of this podcast, in case you're wondering, is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, uh, and a few other ones. Like, basically, you type a Nerd Name Mark podcast into any podcast search bar, and you got it. But if you want to see the central hub where everything is, you go to anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast, and you will see a full central hub. You can click on any logo, and it'll send you right to that platform, and you hit that subscribe button, and then you will get notifications on your phone when new episodes drop. Hopefully, now the audio issues are fixed, uh, new episodes will drop every week, and I won't have to uh, deal with... The crap that I had to deal with for the last three days or four days, three days, three and a half days. But that being said, I thank you guys for listening to episode 73 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark and I'm a nerd. <laughs>